we're going to do a call to order at this point. So I'm going to call the meeting to order. It is 6.32. Let's do a roll call. We'll start over here. M.M. Aquan, Park and Rec. Brian Peterson, Park and Rec. Heidi Erickson Grahak, Park and Rec. Ashley Folks, Park and Rec. Suzanne Seeley, Park and Rec. Teresa Bender, City Clerk. Ray Taylor, City Council. Um, all right, approval of the agenda. So if everybody can take a moment to look over the agenda and see if they um, are okay with things where they're at. Not hearing any concerns, can we? Um, I would like to make a motion to approve the agenda as is. I'll second that motion. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Great. Okay. So that's going to put us down to committee business unfinished. So the first up is uh, Nissa Larson, Running Ventures. Uh, 2024 contract paddle deluxe. Who wants to speak on that? I, <clears throat> excuse me, I believe that is actually intended for me to speak on. <clears throat> okay. Um, my recollection is last time we had talked, we had um, reviewed Nissa's proposal, and I think that based on what we saw in there for the amount of effort that she was going to put in, all the things that she was going to accomplish, she had a very fair proposal. Um, but we had some uh, thoughts and concerns whether that was um, something that we wanted to actually invest in that particular program despite the, uh, the very fair value that she was providing to us. <clears throat> and it was my action to uh, leave that meeting and talk to Nissa and then come back and, and uh, report to this committee. I have done that and I've actually spoken with Mark also. Miss um, was kind enough to give a fair amount of her time and discuss some ideas and thoughts that she had, and um, I, I think she's got some great ideas for the for the potential that the paddled locks could be with some additions and, and such. Um, but the main thing we left from that that conversation was her and I agreed that uh, the city really needed to decide what we wanted to do with that, and that she was best to support our vision rather than her to create the vision for us. <clears throat> and uh, Mark and I subsequently spoke yesterday and, and kind of chatted about a lot of things, did some brainstorming and discussed what we thought it, it should be. And at the moment, um, Mark and myself, and I think everyone in this committee would for the most part agree with us that um, I think that the goal for Paddle of the Locks is to be a community event. Which looks very different from um, a larger scale program that it, it might have the capacity to be, but obviously cost a lot more money and, and be uh, a larger investment of time and resources to to reach that. So I think that's important to note, or important for us to decide what our goal is, because those paths look very different as 
far as how we achieve achieve those very different goals. Um, so again, Mark and I met, and, and two of us believe that it uh, is best suited for a small hometown event. Um, anyone's obviously invited to it, but it would be promoted more towards the local community than um, in the larger papers and events, and not necessarily be targeted towards the uh, highly competitive paddlers who might do different circuits throughout the state and the area. Brian, <clears throat> can you speak to um, what I, I think of our volunteers, and of course Vet de Lac is a, uh, an event, as sort of inspiring it. But we have a main contributor who is the creator or the business behind the fancy paddle. <coughs> can you speak to that at all? Who is that? And uh, yes, oh, you caught me off guard. Um, it is. Um, and, uh, uh, branch, ben, branches. Um, is it, what? Are they is it the brewery? No. Are they local to Centerville? No, they're a, they're a Minnesota company, maybe uh, maybe Wisconsin company. But yes, they've donated a, a paddle. Okay, and, and that's nothing against Wisconsin or anyone outside of Centerville. I just wasn't sure. Bending branches. Bending branches, yes. <clears throat> oh. I am uh, embarrassed that I could not recall that name because they've been a very, uh, very generous very sponsor generous. for probably about five years now and very been a very high quality paddle to, to our event. And I guess my um, contribution was it, it would be it would be really nice to keep them involved. Yep, I think that's a that's stellar, <coughs> if they're willing, of course. Yep, you know. Mark and I talked about that. It's a simple email that, that he sends yeah. often every year. But otherwise, I concur with what you're saying. It's a community event. So is that, is that, does that answer the vision question that we want to keep this a local community event and yes. that is enough to, for NISA to work with, work with Yes, Us although I don't know that. that I don't know that Nissa is involved in, in that. Um, again, she offered um, a great value, but for a different event, and I think she really comes into play for a very different event. She excels at um, promotion um, in a large publications. She excels at putting together a large scale um, event with professional timing. Um, none of that, um, I feel, fits, is necessary. It would fit into the vision, but I don't think it's necessary for the vision that we have. Um, I do plan to talk with her again, and maybe there is something that she can, she can offer, but at this point I don't know that she can, um, I know she can offer, but I don't know that her services are needed for our vision. <clears throat> okay, so at this point... Um, it's looking like that we won't need that collaboration, but you're going to go back and talk to Nissa just to double check and make sure. Yeah, I, I, owe, okay. I owe that to her at least to let her know what this committee has agreed to. Absolutely. And perhaps okay. leave it open for future <clears throat> redecision points. Yeah, and Mark and I just discussed that too. You know, if if you know we put for put forth a little more effort, we did some brainstorming and some additional ideas to drive some additional um, attendance at the event. And if we do that and suddenly we get 50 people walking on our door, mm -hmm. um, yeah. you know, that might tell us that hey, maybe there's more here. Maybe we could, maybe we could do something. Maybe it's worth that. Mm -hmm. um, but again, we're going to go towards a smaller um, hometown.
downtown community event and if we get signals that <clears throat> there's other potentials or other opportunities then we'll just change our mind and we can we can do that but at least now we know we're going this direction we can always change direction but we don't feel like we're pulled in two different directions and trying to accomplish tasks that are not in alignment with the goal okay so if everybody is comfortable at this point I think what we need to do is just um, put it back on the agenda for next month and Brian can um, follow up after he's spoken with Nessa does that seem appropriate yeah it does okay all right uh, number two trail closure uh, west side of Centerville <coughs> Elementary um, it's my understanding that this was brought up at last meeting and I wasn't there so feel free to jump in and correct me if I go wrong here um, one of the questions was is there an easement um, mark looking into that and answered that no there is no easement that that is not um, that is school property so I think that changes things does no easement mean that city snow plows it? Or does uh, school snow plows it? Or does it matter? I, mean, I don't um, think it matters. What <coughs> it means is, we don't, Teresa, can you... We don't own the signage or the decision. We don't own the trail. Yeah. So um, we don't there own the decision or the signage. <laughs> There is no evidence that there is an easement over the school property for the trail. It appears the trail was constructed at some point between 1997 and 2005. It was not a part of the Lakelands Hills development, um, except for the portion of the trail that is off the school property, which extends from Lakeland Circle South to the north line of the school property. I think what this means is that we have no involvement in this conversation decision. Yeah, and um, when I was in the office uh, earlier this week, and uh, one of the things I said was, you know, I understand working in a school that we need to school safety is very heightened, and I understand, you know, they they would like that trail closed, and and truly we don't have we don't have a say in this, but it wouldn't hurt if the school wanted to put signs up at either end of their property, mm -hmm. but I would encourage them to soften it to say no loitering. So if people want to go through, that's fine. But if somebody is loitering on that, then that would help with any interventions that would need <coughs> to happen after that. So I just wanted to mention that to everybody here and see if people had any thoughts, if that was acceptable or... Um, a fair stance to kind of take. I think it's an excellent distinction. Okay. I'd support that. Mm -hmm. So maybe softening the, you know, our recommendation would be to maybe soften the words on the signage to just say no loitering, and then that way if the police needed to get in there and do something, they would. Do you know who maintains a trail like during winter, snow removal and things like that? It, it, it's school. It's the, the school. school. It's, it's it totally the school's property, okay. but as part of the community, we want to support the school. And so I think... Um, Would you put that into a motion so that we can move the motion up our recommendation? That I want to just clarify with Teresa, do you think that's an appropriate thing for us to do at this point? to show support. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
sure. I would like to make a motion to show support to the school district um, to put signs along the trail by the Centerville Elementary School um, saying that there's um, no, you know, no loitering or such to let people know that they need to move along on the trail. I know that was wordy. Sorry, guys. I would like to second that. Okay. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Okay. Motion carries. Um, the next motion is a ship grant submission for 2000 or for 2024 for a bike station to be put on the north side of town at one of our parks over there. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the bike station, the repair station that went up at Lori Lamont. It's pretty nice. It's not very, it's not intrusive and it has everything people need. And so um, I'd like, uh, I, I would like to suggest that we see if we can submit another grant to get another one for the north side of town, one of the parks over there. Any thoughts, any discussion? Do we understand the usage for the one that we have today? Mm -hmm. um, it was put in so late. Mm -hmm. I don't know that we have any any data or anything on that. But I have seen people repairing bikes. Um, you know, we know that bikes break down. Um, I just felt like we have a lot of families on the north side of town, and it wouldn't hurt to have one at one of the centrally located parks, you know, to give other families access. Did, remind me, did that um, grant fund the entirety of it, or did we? It did. Okay. Is there any other thing that we could uh, potentially, is, is there another idea potentially? Not that I disagree with this one, but is it an, if this, is it, is it an or statement, or is it a? And. Yeah, are we missing something else that we could potentially uh, apply for? I mean, I, not that I disagree with this, but context helps. I think ship grants are an and, but I could be incorrect about that. I mean, we applied for the hydration stations. We applied for the bike repair station. Mm -hmm. um, I think we applied for something with um, Main Street Market with a ship grant. Um, Years past, yes. Yeah, so mm -hmm. we've, we've done it for multiple things, yeah. and we've done... We've done a couple requests within a given year, so I, I, based on that history, I believe it's an and. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Other thoughts? Okay. Was that a motion? Uh, I would like to make a motion that we proceed with a ship grant for another bike repair station to be put at one of the parks on the north side of town. Can I get a second? I will second that motion. Okay, all those in favor? Aye. 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 <coughs> motion carries. Okay. Uh, name a snowplow contest. Um, you guys also discussed this last time, and I'm not sure what you came up with. I just wrote up a brief thing that maybe we could work off of. It's not set in stone, but if we could go through this, we can make any changes that are necessary. So participants, we can either do that with uh, residents of Centerville who are 17 and under or open it up to all citizens. So um, I 
Do people have a preference? I do. Okay. Based a little bit on the response at the trunk or treat to this. Okay. I think we should open it to all ages because we haven't, we had to sign up and whatever and it wasn't as promoted as, um, I was standing next to it. I had my hands full just handing mm -hmm. out brochure stuff. So I didn't get to that much, but we didn't have anyone sign up. So rather than no one, um, 17 or under, I'd like to open it up to all ages okay. and see if we can get more people to submit. And instead of, instead of having it go through events all winter, it, would, um, it makes more sense to condense the time frame to me and do like two or three weeks in November. Um, like the 12th through the 21st, um, the 12th will give us time to get information out about the contest. We can put it on the website. We can, you know, we could, we could um, put it on Facebook. We could get information out there. Um, we could extend that time. If people <coughs> have different ideas about times, that would be fine. I didn't have a friendly amendment to that. I'd encourage us to go to the next um, December Park Board meeting and have that be the cutoff so that we can address the issue and actually maybe select someone on that night. Well, let's keep going. Okay. Okay. I, I, I think that's good to keep in mind and we can definitely look at that. Collection, um, collection ideas are two options and we can do we can do these or we can do something else would be physical a physical sign up ballot that we could just have in the entryway at city hall here and or we could do an online sign up on the city on the city of centerville website so if they wanted to name they could we could do a qr code or we could do a, a, a link where they could just give their information and then they could write down their name and so we could get it both of those ways for people who, but that would give people who don't have computer access an opportunity, plus people who don't have the time to come in, they could do it that way. So How about getting something in the citizen, just a contest, you know, blank, give us your name, give us the suggestion, here's the deadlines. Um, we quad or something local. We could, we could look, so you're thinking, okay, so let me, um. I'm thinking of trying to get as many people interested as possible because I didn't see a lot of people leaning towards it. And I think it's a fun idea. So if we could get it going, I think it'd be fun to do every year. So Maybe even at the school. So Facebook, city website, um, local newspaper. Can we go to the school? Yeah, I think as many avenues as possible would be. Um, so flyers as well? Flyers. Okay. All right. So, and then picking a name, funny or punny, names are encouraged. Um, final selection. So uh, I thought it would be really nice for us to work with other people that work in the city. Uh, will be determined by the Park and Rec Committee members and Public Works staff they got to drive that thing mm -hmm. <laughs> so we want them to not not be you know we want them to be happy mm -hmm. to buy in. yeah we would like to have the whole project kind of finished by december 15th so if we could do that we could look at picking um at our december meeting we could mm -hmm. then 
we could then do like a presentation um, by the 15th. Um, the winner would get a prize. We have money left over from Fet Deluxe. One of the um, <coughs> medallions wasn't picked up, so there's money that could be spent. So we would maybe look at doing a monetary prize for the winner for $50, and then we would use the other part of that to get graphics, um, nice graphics with the name to put on the snowplow so everybody would know which snowplow it is. And where's the name going on the snowplow? Maybe on the doors. I don't know, wherever wherever they think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, when I was talking to one of the MnDOT people, they, um, I'm like, what were some of your names that you came up in? And the only one she could remember was Betty Whiteout. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of a fun kind of thing. So, um, so those are the suggestions that I have. But if we start it, you know, we just I, I just think leaving it open all winter is too long. Yeah, and you want to see it on the road. Yeah. So. So I have a question in regards to putting something in the local newspaper. Mm-hmm. And that is going to cost you money. Yep. And it's going to be more than just uh, we're naming our snowplow because you would probably want to have the entry form mm -hmm. also with it. Um, do we really want to do that or do we just want to put it in the newsletter? We can put it on the utility bill. We can put it on Facebook. We can put it on the website. When does the next utility bill go up? Within the next week, this week. Can you put in a, an application, a blank form, name, address? That way we know it's Centerville. I, I wouldn't do a blank form. What I would do is I would do a QR code and a link to a Google form. Okay. And we can put it as a news flash on the website. We can put it out on mm -hmm. Facebook and Twitter. I, I like I like those ideas better um, to do the um, the newsletter and the utility bill rather than a newspaper. So mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. if we did the the website and the Facebook, are they the same thing? Am I repeating myself when I say that? No, they're just two different. Platforms. So we could use those platforms. We could look at flyers and ask local businesses to put them up. So you have the flyer. Yep. And, I can and, and then we could we could put more information yep. on it so people would know. And then we could maybe go distribute them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Um, so any other things in here that people have suggestions or want to change? MM, go. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is great. Thank you. Liz is, is well organized. I just, was just reflecting, what is the objective for this? Is it engagement? Is it it's engagement. It's to bring, you know, just a community, like a community event. It wasn't my idea, so oh, no, I just yeah, was no, 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 trying just, to pull it together yeah, a little bit. I was bit. just trying yeah. to step back and just, okay, what is the objective? And just you know, and, and I, you know, one of the things I thought, too, that would be kind of cute is, like, if we... <laughs> We had kids that, you know, could call it and say, I saw the blank snowplow, you know, it's like, okay, well, you know what I mean? I don't know, but that might, that's further down the road, but, but it was a nice idea. It's a community idea, and I know we're park and rec, and this has nothing to do with the park, but um, we've done a lot of things that don't specifically deal with the parks, and so, I, I don't know, we'll do it. 
if we open it up and advertise in schools, so we, we might have kids that are not really residents of Centerville, but they just want to participate. Will we screen them off? I don't think we're going to do it in the school. Okay. I think we're going to do it in local businesses, the newsletter, the utility bill. Yeah, I think we're going to, we have enough time to do it in more um, center village places. Yeah. This is just a heads up in the background on this. We were talking about ways, both parks and rec, for the engagement through the winter months and how to engage them and those are the things that are going around and how uh, snow plows are actually involved in maintaining those parks and being able to use the facility and how to engage kids in um, you know the fun things like fire trucks. They go visit the trucks, but also they can visit the snow plow trucks and the, the just some works that facilitate the ability for them to use the parks and rec spaces. Uh, and the state uh, uh, has now done it for a few years in a row, and they're, the names are really fun. Yeah. yeah. On snow. This was your idea, wasn't it? <laughs> okay. Thank you. It's a great idea. question. I know last time we had talked about is this like a name it for the year or if it's like a long term name for the snow plow. Did we ever get clarity on that? That's what I thought. So they have how, the same how many, they name them how many snow plows something. do we have? Just two. Okay. I believe they're, I they only name a few plows a year which leads me to believe that it's a permanent name for each plow. I, I think well I think we're a small town I think um, we should start with this and uh, depend and if it goes well I think we should maybe do one a year and they can change their name every two years I'd like to ask just a quick one are we excluded because we're on the park board? Can mm -hmm. I put uh, something in? And if no one knew it was me, submitting it, <coughs> we vote on it. Would I, can I submit something or not? I just want to know if I'm going to put time if, in this or not. If you are going to submit something, you cannot be you cannot be part of the oh, group that's determining the name. Yeah. Right. Or winning the money. Or win. If you choose the name, you can't win the money. You'll have to donate it. To well, somewhere. that's what or, I was going to say. If or I leave won, it in the city can donate it to something, some program or Sounds something. Fun. So your next Park and Rec meeting is December 6th. Okay. Is that when you would want to <coughs> name it? And That's when we would decide, I think. Okay. So and then why don't we make... The last entry is November. I thought we said like last day of the month. That way you have almost one. You want to go through, so December twelfth through when? What's the date there? November twelfth. I yeah, I think we started it on November twelfth because we wanted to get the October twelfth, right? No, to start advertising, right on the twelfth. No, we want to let them start voting oh, on the okay. 12th. We want to get the advertising going right away. 
And why don't you do until the end of the month? Of November? Yes. Yeah, I was asking you what that date is. November 30th. Thank you. Uh, revisiting the newspaper the conversation. Um, Teresa's right about it costing money to, to do that, but um, the quad also loves to receive, um, from my limited experience, they love to receive some free written news articles that they can just publish into the into the, uh, into the paper. So if someone was willing to publish an, an article and submit a picture with it, I think it would have a decent chance of being submitted as an article versus a advertisement. You mean after the fact? Or like... Both before the fact. Oh, like Centerville has got this new thing going on. Anybody want to take that on? <laughs> Not even the person offering the idea. We don't want to do that. So. I was actually thinking, you know, how do we tie this actually to educational plow? No, 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 than anything, you know, like there's a concern about keeping the distance when the plow is in motion and things like that. Tying with the article, if somebody were to write an article around that and then say, okay, naming your plows or things like that. It sounds Just, like you would love to do that. I would love to do that. You know, you so have, you have, have hang on already. just a second. You have very good ideas. Are you saying, Mem, that we're going to tell the kids not to stand in the middle of the road <laughs> not, to see who na whose name is on the plow? Actually, adults, you know, like keeping your distance away, you know, when the plow is in motion and things like that. I know typically uh, uh, they try to uh, let the public be aware of some of those things. Like the common sense things? Like the common okay. sense things, which is good, you know, which okay. might not really be common. Would, okay. That's a fair statement. So Teresa has some. Teresa, did you have something? I did. Yes, yes, I did. Okay. So that was my time. Is it buried way down deep, or <laughs> do you want to share? <laughs> so this is this is just draft form. Is that the newsletter? We have some snow reminders here. Let's get it to be a little bit bigger. And we have some information in regards to snowplows. So we got an article already. We just need to hide that. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a little bit of education, lawn damage, no forts. We had forts in your yard. In your yard is fine, not out in the road right of way. No, we had it in my yard. But All it talks right. about moving your garbage cans. It says that we don't plow private driveways removing basketball and hockey nets from the street. Okay. Do you want to work on that? Is that something you would like to do? So we can plagiarize something like this and then create <laughs> <laughs> Openly plagiarize. Plagiarize non-consent. Would you like to get consent to see if you can use that, that information? Use that information, yes. 
Once you've created you want to send out the link, you can include it in the article as well. Yes. And I will probably do it tomorrow so that we can put the link in the newsletter. Mm -hmm. And then I will send you okay. a link Perfect. and the QR code. Perfect. And MM as well. Yes. Okay. You're awesome. You're all awesome. Thank you. Okay. We are going to move on to committee business new. Uh, we're going to talk about the Hidden Spring Rain Park Garden Maintenance. Now, I hope you guys have all read your packet because this was kind of a big one. Um, this has come from the city administrator. Um, he uh, uh, would like to see some uh, refreshing and of the Hidden Springs uh, rain garden be done. He feels like that's a really good idea. Um, I support that idea because we use that park for music in the park. Um, it's a great park. It's lovely. People like to use the pavilion down there. Um, so, you know, for the high use, I think it's probably a really good idea to look at doing something like that. Um, just to share what I know at this point, so I'm going to give you a little background and then we can discuss. Um, I talked with Paul today on this and he explained, um, you have some pictures in your packet that show you where the rain garden is. Um, and he, and he explained that it's, you know, it's, it's, well I can't remember what he explained, let me look at my notes. Um, that the proposal is based is very similar to the proposal that was done 
um, originally. Um, and the new addition to this proposal has an upkeep, has a has a upkeep of plan for to once it's put in. So when they do this, they would start next spring with um, getting everything ready to put the plants in. The plants wouldn't be put in until fall, and then there would be in 2025 there would be. Um, uh, they would come out and they would just make sure that it's all kept up and tidy. And uh, Mark's recommendation is that we would do um, annual maintenance from there on out to make sure that the rain garden stays in good working, looking good. Okay. Uh, one of the concerns that I had um, that I brought up was the soil content, um, you know, were the plants that were picked, were they right for the content of soil? Because if they did it based on Anoka County plants, Anoka County has a lot of sand soil, and in Centerville, we have clay. And does, um, you know, are the plants, plants that can survive in a clay environment? And one of the things that Mark had told me is when they built the rain garden initially, they put in 18 inches of sand and mulch um, when they were developing that. And um, he, he would check with uh, Prairie, who, who Prairie Restoration, Prairie Restoration um, and talk with them about that. Um, about that that piece of that so um, those are a couple of things that I kind of wanted some clarification on so I asked about so is, are there any other things that other people want to bring up and discuss in regards to hidden spring rain garden Uh, which budget does this come out of? Maintenance. In the past, the rain gardens had some issues with drainage. In this past summer, we haven't had enough rain to know whether it drains or not. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to, uh, where is the status of that? Is, is the rain garden actually draining? Um, there would be work, uh, According to what Paul told me, there would be work not only on the rain garden itself, but on the the drainage down to the lake. The, be the overflow. Yeah, that that would be addressed as well. So, when I read this, I couldn't quite. Um, I wasn't completely clear on whether it were trying to keep it as a rain garden or convert it from a rain garden. And to? Well, to a non-rain garden because the plants that get planted, it's going to make a difference if they're going to be wet half the time or not. Mm -hmm. I mean, so, I, so when I got to thinking about it, I really had the question, is, is the intent to maintain a rain garden and keep it a functioning rain garden with new native plants? Or is it to sort of abandon 
the concept of rain garden because it does look like a lot of weeds right now. So I like the end result, but I, I'm unclear on whether they're doing it to keep the rain garden or to convert the rain garden to a non-rain garden. Um, so a little clarification on that? Staff met with two contractors with knowledge of native landscape and received quotes on multiple year plan to establish the native planning intended for the rain garden shoreline and other areas. So I, given that statement, I think it is an intent to, to keep, keep the, the rain, rain garden. Um, so the recommendation that they're making is to enter a contract with Prairie um, Restoration to help to reestablish the intended plant mix in the prescribed areas. I read this early in the day. In the um, conservation district for Anoka County comes by my property all the time because of the creek. They mm -hmm. park up in front of my house and I've gotten to know a few of them because I sort of ask, can I help you? <laughs> and you know, that, so what I figured out um, this summer sometime was that they've been doing a, an assessment on the watershed and I was unclear of exactly what that entailed. So I called the conservation district. This is, uh, Chris Lord is like the new management level of that, but he used to be boots on the ground because he's, he's come out and talked to me about the rain Okay, so you called him today? Um, I didn't speak with Chris Lord, but I spoke with the fellow who did the assessment this pre previous summer. His name was Mitch. Okay. And what he, and it was specific to the area around Centerville Lake. So I figure, okay, we're at least talking new data. And he was asking me some questions. That's why I sort of had to ask, what, what was the intention? Because I was unclear. What he made clear was a couple of things. If it's intended to be a rain garden, he said there were two things we, we needed to do before we invest $11,000 into plants. That we have to um, sort of check the, he called it an underdrain. He said it's, a, it's because of the clay soil that rain gardens need something approximately two feet under the surface of the dip of the rain garden, and he called it an underdrain. And what he said to me real clearly was to change to native plants from non-native plants is not going to get the rain garden to drain. It just simply won't do it. Well, native plants were planted in there, and what Somewhere. we have now yeah. is we have some weeds which they'd like to burn out. So, okay. Well, what? which goes back to if it's a rain garden, then we need to know that it drains. So what was the other so, thing? So um, figuring out if this under drain was down at approximately two feet because the soil above this under drain 
would need to be removed and backfilled with. And he, he said three things, but the, he, he reinforced it had to be 80% sand in Centerville, or it just wouldn't work because of the clay. He said it doesn't apply to the rest of Hanoka County, but Centerville, if that two feet above this underdrain isn't sand plus 20% peat and something else, it simply wouldn't rain. So, and he's pulling it back to careful which plants are, whether they're native or not native, they're not going to do well unless they're intended for the environment that you want. Rain garden or not rain garden. Okay. Okay, so I mean. I think you bring up some really good points. And I think, um, I think those are good questions. Um, really good questions. And so what I think we should do, because we're not in a, we're not in a time crunch on this, is I feel like we can table this and bring it back to the next meeting. And that would allow uh, a conversation with, uh, with the city administrator and perhaps um, the, the people that are looking at getting the bid to ask, you know, to share, to get some more input on this information to see if, it's, yeah. if it fits that. Because we're not experts. I mean, you do have some information for sure. And Ashley knows stuff because she this is her thing, so I I feel like we have time. So I feel like Absolutely. let's let's yeah. do this thoroughly. So let's do that. Let's table it. Let's put together those. Can we put together a list of questions and ask that they be answered? Yeah. So can you? Um, could you two work on those questions and can we get them to Mark? Well, uh, soon. Okay. okay. Um, I'd like to mention two things that this a fellow from the conservation district said. Um, when, when he asked about the native plants, I mentioned the company, Restoration People, and his immediate response was, they're very good. Good. They, they are a well-known, mm -hmm. established in Minnesota, and yes. their reputation is stellar. And I went, great, that, that sounds good. And. Um, The, the second thing, and I broached this carefully, but I'm, I'm liking what you're saying, bringing it up like next month. Mm -hmm. I asked him his name, the only thing I got was Mitch. I don't know what this guy's last name is, but he did the analysis for the center for had this last year. Oh, so he's a, he's a ton of information. I just sort of asked Mitch, you know, what do you think about coming and presenting to us? And he seemed open to the idea and I told him, you know, um, we put you up front, you don't have to spend the whole evening with us, but hearing it from the conservation district, Mitch in particular, it would be really nice if we could invite him to next meeting to see if he'll just join the conversation. Or at a future meeting, I thought it'd be next meeting, I'm just saying, I, I wrote down as many notes as I could, but I, I'm not sure I caught everything. He was pretty techy on me. I had to ask him to slow down. I'm writing, Mitch, slow down. 
Okay. What um, do we think? Sounds like a good idea. I mean, to the extent it, I was even thinking if some of the people from the company might actually show up and talk through what they are proposing. Well, and you know, and the, that might be kind of nice to get a yeah. to get a conversation with somebody from the company because yeah. they can answer if they have a drain. They can yeah. answer what soil they're planning to put in. Yeah. You know, um, I. Yeah, I think there's a couple ways to go with this. So let's table it. Let's maybe have your questions ask Mark. Um, let's work with the city administrator and and see who we want to tap for some information and bring it back. Okay. Okay? All right. Any other thoughts on any of that? Okay. Do you have a motion to table it? Um, would someone like to do that? Actually, I had a question before you moved on. Oh, sure. I see there's a note in here about, you know, an alternative to save with a volunteer planting. Is that something that we would potentially consider? Engage volunteers. I had the brief thought of maybe it could be if we wanted to engage volunteers, save a little money for the city, it could be like a combination planting and maybe an educational opportunity. Perhaps have like a master gardener come in and help share knowledge on, you know, proper planting, maintenance. This might be where Mitch or Prairie Restoration mm -hmm. I think be on site. Let's add those questions. Says. I think okay. that's excellent. Mm -hmm. I think that's really good. Does it mention a cost savings or just that there's a savings? Does it mention a Alternative dollar? to... Uh, it's 785. It's not. Right. So that will cut okay. Boy, that would be a nice Eagle Scout project. Almost a 50% close. Actually, it wouldn't. There's no planning involved. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so can we get that motion? Did somebody make that motion? I'll make a motion to table the discussion till uh, next month. The, on Hidden Spring on Hidden Park? On Hidden Spring Park Rain Garden Maintenance till next month. I will second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Okay. Um, moving on to new business. 2024 music in the park, securing bands and expenditures. Yes, really the only goal for tonight is to understand what the budget for next year is so that I can um, hopefully start planning a little bit earlier and know how much um, funding is available, which helps outline the number of weeks and the bands, how okay, much we so can afford. Do we have a... Uh, yes, it was in here. Teresa outlined some proposals for us or some ideas for us. And it's placed before you. Is it in, is it on this page? That is your 2024 proposed budget line item number. Not a yeah. number, but. It's halfway down the second half of it. Table. Oh, okay, right here. I got it. So... Uh, now, Teresa, for clarification, is this our budget or is this a suggestion? suggestion this is budget a or? proposed okay. budget. I assume that the dollar amounts at the bottom is, is a hard line or is that... It, 
not that I'm looking for any more money, but just does this work backwards for a, a, a budget for the entire Parks and Rec? In other words, do we have a budget of 24,000? <coughs> and then the numbers are worked backwards and filling in the blanks to equal 24,8? Is that how this works, or what's the background for that? It's not typically how it works. It, it shows you what actuals are. It shows you that in 2023, Three. we increased professional services to that $4,000, knowing that there would be other areas that may go over, and that was a slight cush. Okay. What were the professional services? Professional services are just about anybody you contract with. Okay. But there is a line item, music in the park. Yep, we, I'm, I'm seeing and that. And that is 4000 and what's being proposed for 2024 is 4500 And then... Oh, I see it. Okay. Good. Yeah, it's that's just kind of inflation inflation money there. <laughs> so music in the park expenditures were two thousand one hundred twenty-five. services so that's where that remainder is coming from okay if we encounter any contingency that we need to spend money additional where will that go is that the general where will we let's say we have any extra expenses that we need to where will that bucket fall under like Like anything that happened, that we. So, does this mean know. we. Well, are you talking about capital improvements? Just running your program? Just running your, uh, a program. Things that fall outside. I know sometimes we make a discussion and we said it was not really budgeted. We can include it from a general fund. Is that, will that be reflected in here? Or not? It w this is not general fund per se. Four thousand. There's a line item about miscellaneous items that is zero up for twenty twenty four, right?
What did you think, Brian? Well, I was um, talking to Heidi about, she's asking about what we spent last year. Do we have the actuals on that yet? Yes. So, if you go to this, oh, the other and you okay. go to music in the park, that amount says $6,646.06. So that means I believe that maybe more went there. I don't believe your contracts were anywhere near that. I, I think we increased, I think we added funding after budgeting for the uh, FetalOx performances. Is my recollection. We only had one. When you say, oh, yeah. for the additional yeah. performances? Yeah. yeah, we had a specific conversation on increasing, or we had a specific conversation on um, a larger fee for the performer for Fetalox. And uh, I think the that our outcome span. was, we, yes. For Actually, the like 16. 16. Oh, the Tuesday for yeah. okay, Tuesday yeah. Of, of yeah, yes, and we stated that if you were to go over in this line item, that funding would come from professional services. That four thousand so dollars being budgeted there. So when we talk about budget, we probably need to increase the music in the park budget to cover itself rather than pull it from a different line item. So when we talk about the 2024 budget, we can look at that, but we don't need to do that right now, correct? The budget will be approved in December. So if you want modifications to page, we'll say it's page three, this one you should let me know but again remember that professional service line has four thousand dollars so if you take a total you can use it in many different aspects okay so the money is there we can just the money is it's is just more there. versatile in the professional service okay that's fine the uh it appears that the uh paid star of the north was twelve hundred dollars mm -hmm. are you thinking about increasing um, I mean, this last year I did do some increases. Um, Are you thinking increases for 2024? No, tell her to cut out some, some pieces. <laughs> well, we don't <laughs> no, need, my, it's not the intent at the moment, at least, to bring um, Star of the North Jazz Orchestra back again this year. They were um, a, a fantastic addition, but I don't think it's a, a sustainable one annually. Um, plus, I like to mix things up a little bit for our whole schedule, and especially for the Fetal Accident. Um, so I would not bring them back for that. 
and that they were special for that for that event. That was that's not were, a standard they, Tuesday night. That was yeah. this is Fet Deluxe. This is a good opportunity. Um, took advantage of that. Mm -hmm. And your intent would be similar for twenty twenty four. Um, maybe not the same level. I mean, I, I like to switch it up, but I, I do like to put a little extra thought into that performance specifically. Okay. So, any more then on the music in the park, securing bands? No, I mean, I think this gives me a, a good um, number to, to start with, at least to, to look at, and using this number, I can put some thought into it and see if that's enough. If it's not, I think we can continue that conversation. It sounds like we've got some strings that we can pull if we decide to, but at least kind of sets some, some boundaries on my initial thoughts and uh, gives me a place to start. So okay. th this answers the immediate question that I had intended for tonight. Okay. Anybody else have any comments on music in the park? I, th I just like to say we sure continue to pull from a wide area. The more I talk to people, they're from Shoreview and Wood Prairie and Maplewood, and I've been, I mean, it's great to see Centerville there. I sort of expect maybe Hugo and Lionel, but I don't expect that next year. And they're mm -hmm. very, very consistent about the feedback. That's awesome. It's also got a, a positive um, reputation from the performers themselves. Mm -hmm. um, there's performers that, that know about it. We're getting people who want to play here. That enjoy playing here. Um, some of these performers that we've had for a while here, they they come back not for the money. They come back for for the event because they like playing mm -hmm. in our community. Um, and you know, we've they're worth far more than, than we pay. I mean, for them to do uh, to do an event at a to perform at a private event or a winery or a bar or any of those places, they're making they're making far more money. They come here because they, because they enjoy what they do and they enjoy, enjoy playing here. And um, it's not difficult to, to get some people. In fact, when I reach out to some new performers, they know who we are and they know mm. the performers that have, have been playing here. So. Well, then, Brian, a lot of I think is because uh, of a lot of your efforts. I don't think oh, it's Brian. me. I think it's just the the atmosphere. And I think it's the love oh. what they do. There's nothing special that I that I do. I just. You pull it together. Set a, I just set a date. That's all I do. <laughs> okay. You, you yes, you set dates, <laughs> but you are in large part responsible for the wonderful atmosphere too. So just say yeah. thank you. And thank sound you. and operating the sound equipment. All right. He he said thank you. Request for annual usage of ice and practice and key access if we have no attendant. Um, this is their pretty standard um, request. I think we do as we always do, and we say um, approved upon receiving their schedule, their finalized schedule. And they have received an email with that request, and they're aware of that. So, um, I, you know, if everybody's comfortable with that, I think we can just make a motion and keep going. Okay. Anybody want to make that motion? I so move. Second. 
Brian has made the motion. MM seconds. All those in favor? Aye. Okay. Uh, we can't do approval of minutes because there are none to approve at this point. I can let you know I have received two sets, so they won't be on your next. Perfect. We are now up yeah. to announcements and updates. So Teresa is going to thrill us with the staff updates. I am. Yes, the exciting <laughs> Eagle Park bench, oh, the no. hydration station, the Cornerstone Park planting and refresh, and the Trailside Park tree removal. Give her your full attention, folks. Oh, okay, the Eagle Park bench has been ordered, received, and we're just waiting for good weather. Um, staff is the one that will be installing, so we're anticipating hopefully next week. If the weather is nice. Larry nice. will be thrilled. Larry will be thrilled. I spoke with the individual that requested the bench to be installed, and he is chomping at the bit. I will be thrilled. That would be nice to see it there. The hydration stations, we are still waiting for the contractor. He's extremely busy. He's had some staffing issues. Not sure that it will be installed this year. Is this the plumbing? Yes. Okay. However, all documentation has been sent to Anoka County as October 31st was the deadline. Perfect. So we should be receiving funds from them for the bike station and the two hydration stations. Excellent. Cornerstone, Thank you. Cornerstone Park staff. Dan, Dan Schmitz, and James Husinga have been busy. Um, they've removed some bushes up there, placed sod. They're going to be working the soil in preparation for spring planting. Yeah, and I talked to uh, Ted about that. And Ted was very excited to tell me they're doing like a peace sign in the center of it. And so there's going to be walkways so the planting can be done in the, in the, in the center of where the peace sign is going to be. And so we'll have the stepping stones to walk so it'll be easier to do the planting. What does the peace sign look like? Is it in the ground? I haven't gone to see it. You're going to have to go look. It's like, it's just in the ground. It's just, okay. you know, with flat with stepping stones, I think. But you'll ha I, I'm, I need to run over and take a look. I haven't seen it, so I'm excited to go take a look at it. I watched the plants come out, and that was exciting. And then they told me the sod was there, and I hadn't gotten over to look yet. So I'm excited to go see it. That'll be really nice for our community. Some of the Minneapolis parks have put in peace poles in the past. It's a, what's that? A monument in Washington, D.C. that's very tall and goes into a point. Washington? Washington, Washington Monument, Monument, I believe. Park around it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it looks like the Washington Monument, but it has May Peace Prevail on Earth in any language out of the, I mean, they have listeners like this one. And we talked a, quite a few years back of potentially putting a peace pole in one of the parks. Oh, and okay. having English, French, uh, Dakota, and what was the fourth one? Or Spanish? No, I that reflected Centerville. Ojibwe? 
could be. I mean, not the four languages. I mean, French and German are the founders, English, and then the, and the, then the native. Yeah. I think it's Dakota who was here prior to the Europeans coming in. Do you speak know? to that? Was it Dakota? It was originally Dakota land, um, but then they were subsequently pushed west, and then the Ojibwe occupied the land. So if we only had one side left, which would be most appropriate, Lakota? And I believe they have many of the um, native languages on that long, long list that you can select from. The Peace Poll that I've seen in Minneapolis, I can't remember which park, it, it's big, but it comes in lots of sizes. I, I own one that I think might have been a demo, it's about this size, it's cute as all kid out, but they're made for public park space. Oh, okay. And I, I don't know, I, I just think that's still a really cool idea, reflecting Centerville's background, heritage. Okay. Well, so you would like staff to look into... I can try and get you more not, information. It's not mine. Let's, let's hold off at this time. Let's let, let's let us get a little further into Cornerstone. I think that would be a nice park for it, but let's... At, let Ashley get in there and do her thing a little bit with the assistance, mm -hmm. and uh, and we'll we'll see if we if that if we can find a place for that and if that makes sense, and then we'll have you look into that. Okay. All right. Okay. The willow tree that is still at Trailside Park, the city will be contracting for its removal, leaving the stump and the roots for soil. So, soil stabilization. In front of you, the handouts is a, an email in regards to how many runners they had on Saturday for community eds. That's amazing. <clears throat> they had 171 runners. They had 20 volunteers. Is there more runners than we have for them? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I think it is. I think it's close. I don't know. Two, I know we had good numbers this year. We did. Nissa would know. Um, I felt like I was working hard to register, you know, to, to, I, I to think check we, in voters, or runners, voters. I think we have those numbers yeah. somewhere. It, it's not in, I'm in pretty sure she numbers. reported. Yeah, I know she did too. I know it's fast. I just wondering mm -hmm. if anyone knew off, offhand, but it's not, it's not terribly... No, I feel like I should since I was at the registration table, but I don't. Um, one thing I do want to share is I spoke with uh, some people who were at the event, and a small um, opportunity for improvement in the timeline is, I guess, uh, our trunk or tree was scheduled to start at 10 o'clock. It was scheduled to start at 9.15. 9.15, okay. Uh, another communication error. 9.30. It was at 9.30. We moved it up too, right? Yeah, it yeah. was moved up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then it was a communication error, probably on my half, on my part too. So the feedback was that people started at nine o'clock, nine thirty. So nine thirty. So that was that good time. I we were there at nine to decorate, yeah. but it was we didn't turn people away. Right. I mean, if we had people coming at nine fifteen. It was marketed started. at nine thirty, mm. and you know that. Everything needed to be decorated and up by 9.30. Everything worked out fine. It was just that it was earlier than the 
who I had spoken to had had expected they were ready to handle it too. They handled it with a big deal. It's almost like, again, it's only probably miscommunication, probably from me actually. And oh, they were people bringing a, a trunk, or were they people just coming to the event? Uh, people who were uh, bringing a trunk. Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. Scouts, can you tell me troop? <coughs> it, w it was representing all scouts in the area. All scouts. Yes. Yeah, we've been working together with uh, multiple units in the area for events such as this. And this is. Um, this is not uh, an event that is just, well, it's that event was in Centerville. It was targeted towards the, the greater district. We had people from a lot of the greater area because of the run, because yeah. it was a, with the school district. And that's so. exactly why that was a greater area scouting event, because mm -hmm. they might be talking to someone who um, might not be from Centerville, might be from uh, another location, another school, and another unit other than the one that, other than the ones that are in our Centerville community, might be a better fit for them. Okay. So the 20 volunteers, is that for the Halloween event? For the run. For the run. But thanks for everyone that was able to volunteer. I know I missed the event. You did. I did. They yeah. love the maps. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> we ran out. Really? Yeah. The maps, the color books, the, the brochures, uh, yeah. word, word find. Mm -hmm. The word find is gone. <laughs> Fantastic. No, thanks for everyone that did that. All right. So are we on to committee member update? We are. Trunk or treat? Trunk or treat went well. Any idea how many people it was packed? Lots. The weather was good? Oh, no. No, no, it was really cold. <laughs> but it was packed. I mean, I was like, I couldn't stop handing out stuff. Yeah, and we um, the it we had my car, and I still have sticky stuff on the back, so I'm a little upset about that. But that's okay. We had a really nice monster car, and we had the candy in the car, and then we had the park and rec table set up with the new table covering, and we had the trinkets for the kids with um, eating issues, and then we had we gave away the rest of the water bottles. They are all gone, and then we had. The word finds, the um, the color books that we put together with all the state bird and that kind of stuff on there. And then we had brochures of the park activities. And so we were talking to people about um, skate night coming up and letting them, you know, that it was in the brochure, telling them the dates, telling them that Wargo would be there, that we had music, that we had popcorn and hot chocolate. And um, so it was a really, really nice event. Um, the 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 snowplow was there. The all of all of the emergency vehicles were there. The kids are loving that. They get inside. They climb around. They honk the horns. Um, you know, really enjoyable. The community um, resource officers came and they were wonderful. They were really nice to the kids. Um, the lions were there. We had some businesses there. Um, I thought it went really well. So I was just surprised because it was so cold. I thought the numbers would go down, and I didn't perceive that at all. Yeah. We were booking. Yeah. Teresa, do you have any other comments on it? Just this. Yeah. So there's some pictures. Is that from this year? Mm -hmm. Those brochures. 
we're all of them too. I know. Could we have some more Frisky pie? I have made 50 of them Frisky in preparation. Because <laughs> I think we should be continue. They like them too. Okay, that. Sorry. Quick question with respect to business participation. Did we see an increase or was it just flat? It was, it was a decrease probably. I would say we had... Um, we had some that registered that didn't, didn't show. show. Didn't show. Uh, we did have a face painter, and that was a big hit. That we had some. Hit. She does such a nice job. We had some really cute little designs. Even so. in, under the cold. The Even in the cold. cold. Um, just it did start to warm up closer towards the end. So it was yeah, but it was. Um, it didn't register. Yeah. Do you remember to be paid for the face, face painter? Was it volunteer or how? Uh, Mark Rumlard. We paid it. I try. Um, you know, we asked. Um, we asked some other people if they would like to participate, and um, that wasn't so fruitful. So. It's, good, it's a good idea, way, I'm Just curious. Yeah. Well, and the other one that I thought of, <coughs> but was way more expensive, was a balloon deal but that's probably more of a summer thing you know like a balloon yeah. deal all right that leads us if we're done with that discussion yeah. that leads us to council liaison updates Terry been a council member before? Why does been a council member and mayor in the past? <gasps> yes, I remember. So we'll be able to fill uh, that position, so we'll be able to have a full council to go into our next um, budget term uh, this month and next to get that ready for the next. That's the biggest update. Great. Okay. I'll just give. Minnesota DNR State Forest Nursery accepting seedling orders. The smallest order that they accept is 500, though. What would we do? What if we could offer it to the, all of Centerville, though? I mean, if well, I, mean, I saw that too. Well, and that wouldn't be a bad, like, come help us plant and here we'll give you some seedlings. But when I looked at the right. what they said they had it was evergreens and then shrubs did i miss something white spruce red pine seedlings okay those are um, pine trees right mm -hmm. <laughs> okay <laughs> i got that and shrubs no hackberry's a tree chuck cherry's a tree fruit Black trees man yeah Never heard of that one. Yeah, they're all nice trees. Hackberry is a pretty large, tall stature tree. Wild plum. So those are all trees with fruit. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. so blossoms plus fruit. Blossoming trees are nice. I five hundred is a rather large amount. I think <laughs> you could get. This is seedlings. So if they're anything like Anoka County's, mm -hmm. they're bare root this big. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And 
You could probably get smaller quantity through Anoka County. It's something that if you are thinking diversification in the parks, I'm not sure this is what you want to look at. The conservation district also has a tree plant yeah. program thing yep. that they do for the public. Ashley, what are your thoughts? I mean, it is a limited selection. I think that some could definitely be planted around if we did want to do a giveaway. I don't think it's a terrible idea. And the fact that a lot of these are like pollinators and have fruits, they're a little more interesting than just, you know, white spurs and pines. They're kind of interesting. I think 500 is probably too much. But that's their minimum. Right. Yeah. I think but it's too much if we're planting, just planting them. Can you just a quick high level what's involved in planting. If you had one in your hand, how Dig long would it take you to plant it? Shut it in, it One yep. dig, stick it in, push it. the dirt back, yep. water just it. Make sure it's it. at the right level, yep. yep. Water it. Um, I mean, it doesn't have a soil ball, so you don't have to do any corrections if it's mm -hmm. planted poorly. So they're very quick, easy to plant. Fertilizer? I mean, no fertilizer for trees. No dead fish? <laughs> no. Okay. okay. You don't need anything fancy for trees. So first we'd have to see if we could get a smaller amount. Mm -hmm. And then we'd have to we'd have to come up with an idea for where would we plant them and then a giveaway as well. And if you're planting them because they are seedlings, they will be very easily and quickly eaten by like rabbits and all of that. So you'd need some sort of protection like tree tubes or cages for survival. What if we tried to coordinate with Hugo and Lionel and divvy up that 500 down to uh, uh, less than 200, I guess it would be. Well, the DNR does stuff too, right? in terms of um, tree giveaways. Or well, but do we know how much tree cages and things like that are? It depends on the quantity that you buy. I don't remember the numbers off the top of my head. I could certainly pull do some together if you want. Maybe do you want to do a little research for us? A little research, us? maybe look at a couple different options. And can we bring table this and bring it, yeah. or can we bring it to the next meeting? I think what I read was like a March date. That's the cutoff. For yeah. That. So, so I mean, we have a little time. Oh yeah. yeah. So you know what? Let's just let's just table it, and Ashley will let us know when she's yeah. ready to put it back on the agenda. Yeah. It sound good? Mm -hmm. Can we do that, we could, Teresa? Absolutely. We could. Uh, find out dates for the Anoka County mm -hmm. seedling sale also. Okay. Yep. Conservation district. Yeah, yeah conservation a district. Other, like, nonprofits as well. That might. Okay. Do you want to? Do you want to just like? I mean, we don't want to do November, or we don't want to do December or January. Do you want to just put it back on for like February or March? If we push it off too far, we may be Okay, we'll just let Ashley tell us when. Okay. Okay. Um, if that is it, I think. Anybody have anything else? I think then we're ready to 
I would like anybody want to make a motion to adjourn? I so move. A second? I'll second. Okay, we are ending our meeting at 7.56. <sighs> I I